This is a serendipitous behavior series, and today is the newest addition to the Couve series. On this episode, I have Jessica from Vancouver Night Market and Pop Local. Jessica's journey from seeing a need for small business support in Vancouver to starting Night Market to now going brick and mortar for Pop Local is beyond incredible. There's an Indiegogo campaign to help make this dream a reality. This episode is truly why I do what I do and the significance of this podcast. So enjoy our conversation, apply to be a vendor at the new Pop Local at the Vancouver Waterfront, and support this campaign in whatever way you're able to. And as always, be sure to support local, especially the small businesses. I started my journey as a maker myself. I've always loved being creative since I was a kid, but that was never encouraged to be a career in my household. And I didn't really see a place for it until I got into college. I definitely could have never planned where I ended up today, and my path is definitely nowhere near a straight line, let's just say. Um, in relevance to Night Market Vancouver, though, and what has led me here and my love for small, local, independent businesses and makers was having started on the vendor side of things myself and participating in markets. My background is in business and industrial design. I first got into the market world living in Portland. I was hustling my first self-made product to market and my official first company was a company called Wink Pens, which was a refillable glass fountain pen that was built to write with alternative liquids. So like wine, juice, coffee, tea, you name it. Uh, it was built to be a sustainable alternative to your everyday writing utensil, and I designed it initially with artists in mind as a new addition to your creative arsenal that would allow people to experiment with both traditional inks and untraditional inks. Um, Wing Pens was a successfully funded Kickstarter project. I remember contemplating a job with Nike at the time and having launched this crowdfunding campaign too. And I told myself, I'll let the market drive what I'm supposed to do. And the campaign was a success and turned on the job and basically jumped into entrepreneurship and have been working for myself since then. Um, that company, I had such a crazy journey <laughs> with manufacturing hell for the next years, couple years after that. Um, I fulfilled all my product eventually, but everything that could have possibly went wrong with that company did from packaging to shipping every manufactured part of the pen I swear I remember hand sanding thousands of glass pen tips having a saw in my living room and an assembly line of parts just boxes everywhere um lost a lot of money due to expensive mistakes but looking back I have nothing but gratitude for all the lessons that it taught me and I feel like that company was just meant to be put in my life to teach me and um, it, it sure did. And all the connections through all that, having been in entrepreneurship groups at that time, connecting with other local makers and hearing their story and building these new friendships is what ultimately shed light to this new love uh, for small businesses, eventually leading to the launch of Night Market Vancouver. I had run some smaller pop-ups in the past for events like Mother's Day, holiday markets to further support a lot of the makers that I had met. When I moved from Portland to Vancouver years back, I noticed that there just wasn't anywhere near the same amount of support that there was for uh, independent businesses and definitely not in the market space yet. So in October of 2017, 
was the first official coined night market Vancouver event I held. I remember hosting my first couple events totally free for vendors just to see how it would go and to see if this event held value for people. Um, I partnered with the old Boomerang and the old co-working space before the construction had happened there and also Union Chapel and their upstairs venue um, on Main Street and just wanted to see how the community would receive it. And let's just say the, the first event was packed. It was a major hit. And to see how the community came together for something like that, that feeling was incredible. And I just, I knew I couldn't let it go. Fast forward, it continued to grow as word got out. I increased the number of vendors fairly quickly. We grew the entertainment and music, food, drink selection. Then um, I grew out of the space and relocated to Waterfront Terminal 1 when Port of Vancouver had reached out, which was just such an incredible opportunity. So much more parking and just way more space. Um, And that has been Night Market Vancouver's home up until March of 2020 when COVID had put a halt on things. Um, how long has Pop Local, it was obviously during the pandemic, right, that you decided as an alternative to Night Market, is that correct? Correct. In March of 2020, however, last year with everything that had happened, like many other companies, we were forced to shut down and put a halt on everything. But And as an event company that relied completely on basically large public gatherings to generate revenue, I had no income <laughs> so mm-hmm. for months. And it, it was... Like I had to pivot in order to survive. Although we have plans to bring back night market very soon now. An opportunity had come up for a short-term retail space, which is a pop-up location at 111 West 9th Street here. Mm-hmm. And I took it. And that's sort of how the concept of Pop Local was born. It was in light of everything that happened last year. It was created from a mission to support local businesses and artists through the pandemic. Our pop-up shop right now represents a little over 65 brands. And thanks to the community love and the vendor support that we've gotten, um, I've decided to kind of jump two feet in and go brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. We're moving down to a waterfront here soon. I think that's super exciting. Obviously, the pandemic was a huge struggle for small businesses. So that's why I think it's so important for you to tell that story, especially since all I do is support local on this podcast. Um, But what do you think was the biggest breakthrough point to get Pop Local up and running to continue supporting those vendors as much as possible? I think, I mean, there's, with everything that happened, I mean, it's so heartbreaking to to see people, you know, put their lives into their businesses and there's Mm -hmm. nothing that really you can, you can plan for. So it was a feeling of like, rising to a higher responsibility. When this space was offered, I remember most everything vintage, the owner there, her and I are great friends. And she's like, just like I have this space open, you know, like I'll, we'll eventually have plans to do something with it. But if you can fill it in the meantime, like um, it's all yours. And she's, you know, gave me an amazing opportunity with flexibility. And I was like, yeah, I'll take it. (laughs) I didn't even know what I was going to do at that time. I was like, I've always thought that Vancouver would do, needed a store that really focused on local products. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, I remember talking to the director of Vancouver Downtown Association about this maybe a year and a half ago, but he's like, why don't you do it, Jess? And I was like, "Mm, that seems like inventory management that I just don't want (laughs) to do with. And, but just, just through this pandemic, it was like, I needed to do something. Mm -hmm. And this was just a big jump and it was conceptual of how it would go. And, um, 
you know, it's, it's crazy to see yeah. <laughs> what it's turned into. And, and now I'm a shop owner and we're decided to, you know, keep pop local, you know, not just through the pandemic, but longer term. And it gives a lot of local artists a home where they normally wouldn't be able to afford a whole retail space. And it mm-hmm. gives them consistent presence um, outside of markets, you know, and an ability to, to grow their brand and tell their story. Did you gain a lot of new vendors because of the pandemic or is it about the same people came with you? I did. Um, We get very consistent applications, you know. Um, We have a lot of vendors that came from Night Market Vancouver, but a lot of new applications as well Mm -hmm. from both Vancouver area um, all the way to East Vancouver and to Portland as well. So it's been cool to see how that has grown organically or you know, which, which type of businesses need our support and we can fit in here. So, yeah, I, I think when we moved here, I was like, man, there really needs to be like, I don't always want to go straight to Portland. Yeah. And there's only, even there is only like a couple of shops or something in the airport or something. Yeah. And you want like a piece of your home. I think it's, it's such a unique thing to not just buy, you know, a, a gift item from a place that you're visiting, but to actually, you know, be supporting a livelihood of that artist specifically Absolutely. that lives in the area. So I think it's, it can be a, yeah, just a, a beautiful kind of connection with, you mm-hmm. know, local vendors and, and them making products and that journey to the customer. So you switch gears a little bit, your whole branding and everything like that. So are you going to keep the name when you open the waterfront? Is going to be the... Correct. So uh, right now, the pop-up shop is NMB Pop Local, mm-hmm. just as an association with Night Market. When I move down to the waterfront, it'll just be Pop Local. Oh, okay. um, and it'll be run independently from Night Market Vancouver, but we'll just be promoting it as like a sister company. Um, so obviously, supporting local is a huge motivation to continue to do this. Did you have other motivations to just push through 2020 and find a different solution? I mean, I... Didn't have any income, so yeah. that was <laughs> that was a big, big one. one. <laughs> I uh, I did try a few different things, like we I tried doing like a coupon book and building an online directory, and had issues with the development team at that time. And so, um, I think like any other business owner, you're just trying to figure out a way to pivot and to keep going and still kind of continue to support the purpose of your business and your brand, which Night Market Vancouver obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, exist to serve those local independent businesses so when this came to a shutdown it was like man like how can we continue to support that but in a safer environment in a safer space so did you offer like pickup or any of that kind of stuff delivery or is that something you're going to end up doing i know a lot of um, people i've talked to they've had to do that they've had to embrace that whole e-commerce world is that something that you guys are thinking to do or yeah we i don't have that Currently, um, mm-hmm. that is definitely something that I'm looking to integrate when we move. Yeah. So to be able to do in-store pickup and delivery, and um, I think it'll just give another avenue yeah. for vendors to sell. So I think it'd be very beneficial. Do you have advice for anybody that wants to do what you do? Like future entrepreneurs that want to um, be you. <laughs> to say it subtly. I think, you know, find what drives you personally like deep down and follow what you care about. Figure out your purpose, your why, because that's ultimately what's going to get you through the long hours um, and gets you through the times when everyone else says no, why you say yes. Mm-hmm. And the other I think, big thing is 
expect to fail and don't be afraid to and just know that that's part of the process because things are going to change at time it's and I think just be open to that change and listen to your customers and I think what defines you as a person or a business owner specifically is how you handle things when those tides get rough and when something doesn't work so yeah just expect that the journey is going to be a rocky one you know yeah but, um, do you have a favorite vendor? Man, I feel like I should answer that question. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, or maybe a couple. We have new a lot ones. of. You don't have to give your favorite. You can give. I mean, there's so much creative talent in here. Um, yeah. Depends what you are interested in. I guess some of our more consistent sellers. We consumables do well for us. Uh, we have great sauces. A lot of we have a lot of. Uh, crossover I guess from mm-hmm. Vancouver farmers markets like Conan's and Salaji sauce we do consistent with our a lot of Pacific Northwest apparel CD originals Wayward and Wild um are a couple of them let's see I'm just trying to look around the store while we're sitting here <laughs> <laughs> we have great jewelry vendors if you want exotic beautiful house plants we work really closely with potted elephant which is a greenery from the area Simply Sawdust does amazing woodwork. Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Sunspot Emporium. There's a lot of laser cut goodies that are customizable. We have a lot of fun flasks from them. Mm-hmm. Um, cribbage boards from Trucks Design. Marmols is a magnetic little vinyl figurine that comes apart and you can color. You know, so we, <laughs> um, yeah, there's just a large variety of different from food jewelry to to topicals and bath and body so yeah. i don't know that i have a favorite i, say, I think <laughs> i already know why i asked that because i don't even have a favorite i come in here and i'm like yeah every time i come in i get a little something different from a different vendor so for sure yeah, yeah. i feel represent like represent all <laughs> yeah the longer my staff and i spend in here whenever it's slow we just end up shopping getting closer because mm-hmm. you just start really taking more time and you you get to know the people and the story and their journey and it just it makes the products more special and you know yeah is there anything you're gonna miss from this property this location i mean it's it's my first store ever you know there's a lot of uh it's a beautiful space there's got such a historic feel to it the exposed brick you Mm -hmm. know the downtown area the historic downtown area is Mm -hmm. just you know in itself but i think we're we're excited to move down to the waterfront i mean we don't have a window display here like a window storefront so it's proven to be in be hard for a lot of our customers to find even google maps sends you on the wrong side of the block i think the organic traffic is going to just be night and day for us down there yeah um so bittersweet. It'll be nice to sort of close this chapter and, you know, jump into the next. A fun fact that nobody knows about you? I um, am a black belt. I was 16. Um, that's been a big part of my life growing up was martial arts. And so I uh, jumped in that when I was five, six and oh, wow. um, kind of did it up through high school and off in high school. And it kind of, it really shaped a big part of who I am. So. Mm-hmm. so I would love to end with your biggest serendipitous moment. I mean, I think the biggest one, 
has to do with this last year and and having this opportunity to open at the waterfront and owning a store now you know if you talk to me pre-covid i would have never thought i would have been a store owner and so just how everything has come together it's an insane journey and i think it comes full circle you know every connection that i've built with community event members or other vendors over the years has really like one connection has made it to another and to see all this come together and to be able to have the opportunity opening up the store it's like Mm -hmm. (laughs) definitely a silver lining from last year I am excited to announce that I fully have plans to reopen Night Market Vancouver again and very soon. We're, we're looking at a date in June, tentatively June 18th for our first reopening since COVID. Since there's going to be construction happening down at Terminal 1, we need to relocate and um, found an amazing new home at the VIC, which is the Vancouver Innovation Center located in East Vancouver. I'm excited to partner with them and just get back into the market world. Uh, It's a beautiful space with abundant parking and room to expand. They also have a lot of cool things happening there and upcoming plans. So I hope that we can also help them shed light to what they have going on too. As for Pop Local, the pop-up shop actually closes at the end of May. That's located at 111 West 9th Street. Um, That way I can focus all my efforts in opening our official brick and mortar for Pop Local, which will be opening soon down at River West, uh, Vancouver's um, new waterfront area. And for those that aren't as familiar, Pop Local is a new retail home for products created from local makers, a sort of one-stop shop that exists to support and share the stories of our independent businesses, local primarily to Vancouver PDX region. My mission as a company is to fuel independent businesses, connect the community, and inspire a greater local economy. A company quote of mine is, we support those who dare to dream and have the passion to create. In order to turn Pop Local's dream into a reality, we are calling on our tribe and our community for your help. Pop Local will be going live on Indiegogo, which is a crowdfunding platform starting Tuesday, June 1st at 11 a.m. And the campaign will be live for a month and through July 2nd. The Indiegogo will be launching with an initial funding goal of 5,000, but uh, we have hopes of raising closer to 50,000. All the contributions and donations will go towards our new store build out and all expenses that come with launching a new business. For those joining our cause uh, and choosing to contribute, we have some amazing backer perks lined up, which are basically products that you get in return for donating to our cause. The products are all handmade and designed by some of our very own local makers as exclusive products to this campaign. Um, There are also really cool options for unique memorabilia and personalized nameplates that I'm putting into an art installation that'll forever be in our shop to commemorate your contribution and playing a founding role in Pop Local's roots. Um, As for any additional help, whether you're someone that can contribute or not, it would just mean the world to us. And I know our local makers, if our listeners out there could help us in simply sharing the campaign and helping us to get the word out.
You can follow our journey, apply to be a vendor, and find more information on the night market through our website at nightmarketvancouver.com. Our social media links for the night market specifically are also at Night Market Vancouver. For the new store, the website is poplocalvancouver.com. Uh, Instagram and Facebook social media handles for the store are also Pop Local Vancouver. I just want to end in saying thank you from the bottom of my heart to all our amazing customers that have supported us since the inception of Night Market Vancouver and more recently Pop Local. Your support means the world to myself. I know our, our local businesses and makers, and it truly goes such a long way in supporting our maker livelihoods and passions. Um, I also want to say thank you to our Vancouver community organizations, partners, and vendors too, who have just stuck by me and have believed in what I'm building. The trust and support and belief in Night Market and Pop Local, what we're about is the reason that I exist. So I truly feel like we are all in this together and that it takes a village. So thank you. And I, I look forward to continuing to build our community marketplace and our new store to being the place that highlights the best of our local culture and the place that Vancouver deserves.